This is a story from the land of Nod. Hi, my name is Annie and I create everything that you see and hear here at Land of Nod. If you would like to support the work that I do, please consider going to patreon.com forward slash land of Nod learning. Thank you. Maniker and Moniker There once lived a Moniker and a Maniker. They went out together to pick raspberries and as many as Moniker used to pick, Maniker used to eat. Now it was such a fine day in harvest and Maniker was so happy and full of raspberries that he decided to take a ramble through the countryside. He went along the sunny side of a hedge and all of a sudden he heard a clacking sort of noise. Dear me, said Maniker, now what do you suppose that is? So he stole on, going on the tips of his toes to see if he could get a sight of what was making the noise. The noise stopped, but Maniker looked sharply through a nook in the hedge, and what should he see but a brown pitcher that might hold about a gallon and a half of ale, and nearby a little wee teeny tiny bit of a man, with a little motty of a hat stuck upon his head, and a deeshy-doshy leather apron hanging before him. The wee man pulled out the little wooden stool, stood upon it, dipped a little mug into the pitcher, and brought it out full of ale. He sat the mug beside the stool, sat down and began to work at putting a heel piece on a teeny tiny shoe. Well, by the powers, said Maniker to himself, I have often heard of the leprechauns, but to tell you the truth, I never rightly believed in them, and now here is one of them in real earnest. They say you must never take your eyes off one for an instant, or he'll escape as quick as a wink. But if I knowingly go to work, he'll take me to a treasure of gold. So Maniker stole on a little, with his eye fixed on the little man, just as a cat does with a mouse. And when he had got quite close, he said, Bless your work, neighbour. The little man raised his head up. Thank you kindly, said he. I wonder you'd be working on such a fine day, said Maniker. That's my own business and not yours was the reply. Well, maybe you'd be civil enough to tell us what you're working on there, said Maniker. That will be a pleasure, I'm sure. It's a fine shoe. A shoe, said Maniker. And who would wear such a small shoe? The fairies who dance in the moonlight, that's who. The fairies, said Maniker. Sure, and the fairies wear shoes, you know, and they wear them out quickly for all their dancing. The leprechaun made a wry face and took a long swig of ale from his mug. Would you be so kind as to give a body a taste of your ale? said Maniker. I'll tell you what is, young man, said the leprechaun. It would be fitter for you not to be bothering decent quiet folk with your foolish questions. There now, while you're idling away your time here, there's a great thundering billy goat charging up behind you. Maniker was so taken by surprise with this that he was just on the very point of turning round when he recollected himself. You won't fool me, said Maniker to the leprechaun. I know you were just trying to make me look away so you could escape. So, afraid that the like might happen again, Maniker made a grab at the leprechaun and caught him up in his arms. But in a hurry, he overset the pitcher and spilled all the ale so that he could not get a taste of it. Now I have you, 
he said fiercely, and I won't let you go until you show me where your gold is. Manneker looked so wicked that the leprechaun was quite frightened. So, says he, come along with me a couple of fields away and I will show you a crock of gold. So they went and Manneker held the leprechaun fast in his arms and never took his eyes from him, though they had to cross hedges and ditches and a crooked bit of bog. At last, they came to a great field full of small hillocks, that is, grass-covered boulders. The leprechaun pointed to a hillock, and he says, Dig under there and you'll find a great big crock of gold. Manneker in his hurry had never thought of bringing a spade with him, so he made up his mind to run home and fetch one. And so that he might know the place again, he took off one of his red garters and tied it to the hillock. Then he said to the leprechaun, Swear you'll not take that garter away from that hillock. And the leprechaun swore right away not to touch it. I suppose, said the leprechaun very civilly, you have no further occasion for me? No, says Manneker. You may go away now, if you please, and good luck to you wherever you go. Well, goodbye to you too, Manneker, said the leprechaun. And much good may it do you when you get it. So Manneker ran for dear life till he came home and got a spade and then away with him as hard as he could go back to the field of hillocks. But when he got there, lo and behold, every bump in the field had a red garter, the very same as his own, tied about it. And as to digging up the whole field, sure that was all nonsense, for there was more than 40 good Irish acres in it. So Manneker came home again with his spade on his shoulder, a little cooler than he went, and Manny's the hearty curse he gave the leprechaun every time he thought of the clever trick he had played on him. The End